Hello, welcome to the With Parents podcast. My name is Jason Gant. I'm a pastor here for Kids and Family at Resurrection, and I'm so glad you've tuned in. Today, we're gonna talk to an author, a children's book author right here in the Kansas City area. She wrote this book, uh, Mari and Mommy Move It, uh, all about her and her daughter, and and a movement book. This is not a bedtime story book. It's a fun book to read. Uh, She is uh, really hoping to develop and increase the representation of uh, children in books that they see uh, on the bookshelves. And so we're going to talk about why she wrote the book, learn a little bit of what it's about, uh, and really be inspired to go and change the world for other little children uh, that we have influence over, impact over, whether we are a parent, a caregiver, an educator, or more. Tune in. It's going to be a great, great episode. Crystal, welcome. We're so glad you're here. And why don't we just begin by telling us about yourself? Um, Just a little bit about me. Um, Born and raised here in Kansas City, um, raising um, a five-year-old daughter um, with my husband, um, Marquise, and also an educator and now an author. Um, So it's really cool to really step into into that space, being able to combine a bunch of different passions um, all in one and also just kind of showcase... the love I have for my daughter and the relationship that that we have as well. And that is what we're talking about, yes. Mari and Mommy. <clears throat> and yes. as I understand it, Mari, make sure it's Mari first. It right? is Mari first. Mari and Mommy, <laughs> move it. And this is a really powerful uh, little book. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's written for preschoolers. And Absolutely. it was written about your preschooler. Written about my preschooler. Um, just really, um, she's always loved music and movement. Um, and so, you know, from, you know, parents, we, we read books to our kids at night. And so just, you know, building her library over time. And for me, it was like, well, I can do this, right? Um, and so from a concept of just writing some words down on um, some copy paper, really kind of putting it aside until the, the time was right uh, to be able to figure out how to actually publish it. So probably like two years in between writing it on paper and actually publishing it. But, but wow. here we are. Two years. Two years. And, yes. and certainly inspired. Here, here's a photo out of the book of just you and your daughter, which yes. is a beautiful photo. Yes. Guessing well, was you. inspiration of the book. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. And but it was really more more than that. Really, um, wasn't just about writing about your daughter. It was also about representation, right? For sure. I mean, I think you know we in education we know so, so many statistics about what it means for children of color to see someone. Um, at the front of the classroom or even in their school that looks like them. And I think that's true in music and movies and in television um, because some, even if we never know them directly, we still are able to see, okay, that person is like me in that, that one little nugget. Um, so for me, it was, I have, you know, the resources and privilege, you know, so to speak, to be able to write a book that's, hey, it's, it's about my daughter, but it's bigger than her um, all at the same time. And so um, having had the opportunity to read this book in front of other little children and seeing them excited about, hey, I, my hair is kind of like hers, or I have that dress, or I have those shoes, um, it's, it's really cool. Um, so again, for all children, because it is a children's book, but um, I think there's something special when I think about, you know, what it means sometimes to have confidence as a young black girl and as a black woman, hey, I'm, I'm right there. She looks like me. Well, and you shared a, a personal story that mm-hmm. you were reading yes. in, a, in a group at an yeah. area school, uh-huh. and one little child was really impacted, right? She I, was. I mean, there was a book for each classroom, but she was holding the classroom uh, book and just, as I walked past, just, you know, expressing her excitement. So as 
as a human first, but as a mom, as the author of the book. And I had to make sure that she got a special copy that she could take home so that, you know, just to be able to see that moment um, as authors or people who create things. When we put it out to the world, we hope people love it. <laughs> but, you know, to be able to see that in the moment um, was, was really, really priceless. Well, I really appreciate that. And thank you for that work because mm -hmm. we believe in this work. Part of our hope as a church mm -hmm. is to close the gap around mm -hmm. kindness and justice. Mm -hmm. And we have a bookmobile. And some of you know that we have mm -hmm. a bookmobile where we're collecting books all year round. And mm -hmm. the bookmobile moves through schools. And I've volunteered uh, and, and have watched children come into the bookmobile and look to pick out books. And you know what? They, they need to see their faces. Absolutely. Like this is so important mm -hmm. that every child has that representation. And mm -hmm. so... Um, and I just really appreciate this. It's great mm -hmm. to, to hear that and the, the power and passion behind it. Mm -hmm. And also it just makes me, it makes me think about um, what you said. Uh, we were talking about um, mm -hmm. really all, not just parents, but mm -hmm. caregivers mm -hmm. and, and those who work with little people, why that kind of impression and representation is really important. Oh yeah, I mean, with when when children have that trusting relationship, whether it be their parents, a caregiver, aunt, uncle, someone in schools, um, it really matters, and I think gives them just a different level of confidence. I was really intentional with the artwork, um, with the book that that is me <laughs> on the side and in the pictures, you know, holding Mari's hand, you know, jumping and dancing with her, but really wanted her to be in the forefront. But she always knows that I'm there, her dad is there, her grandmother, aunts and uncles, we're all here, kind of. As a part of the village, but really giving her that chance to shine and be in the spotlight. Um, in some ways, unapologetic, unapologetically, um, especially like I said, as a little black girl, there's so many different messages that children get, but especially them about, you know, how you can show up in this world. But for her, she really has no limitations. And so it's encouraging to watch um, because I did not always have that um, when I was five, for sure. <laughs> That's beautiful. And it's not only that she sees herself, she's throughout the artwork. She's like, throughout here, the artwork. Here's a depiction I love <laughs> yes. um, because this isn't a bedtime book. It, no. There's movement, there's motions. And if you take a look at this pic, we'll clip to it now. Yep. She's kind of biting her her lip, like yep. really having a great time dancing. I love it. It's just yes. real. It is definitely not a bedtime story. It is, hey, this is fun. Um, when I have the chance to read it, it's, I usually read it and then get, you know, whatever group engaged and involved, but you can really take it, you know, as far as you want to go, especially add some music, you know, give kids the opportunity to lead, you know, what other dances might you do? Um, so like I said, it's definitely for preschool, short, sweet to the point, um, but also just, you know, as fun as you want to make it for sure. Yeah, that's really cool. And, uh, you know, as I as you think about this, is your first book. My first book. And I hope there's more books to come. In fact, you've already shared one you're working on. Yes. Uh, yeah, tell us um, about that. So my next book, um, so actually the idea with Mari and Mommy, there's, it's not totally gone away yet, but this idea for a series. Um, and so even Mari asked, so, okay, so what are Mari and Daddy going to do? And what are Mari and Gaga, which is, you know, my mom, that's what she calls her. Um, and really wanted to be able to show how, just everyday life, <laughs> it can be something that you, you know, tell a story about because, again, someone else can relate. Um, but the other book that I have, have written and I'm trying to work through, when do when do I want to share it with the world? Because this was quite the process to get the first one done. Um, 
is really celebrating what it means for her and other children to just love their hair. Um, it's a whole process to not only do my hair, but to, um, to do hers as well. And so being able to show, well, there's a process. And then when she sees herself in the mirror, she loves how she looks. And if I can describe Mari in a few words, very quintessential girl, you know, very much... Um, Loves her dresses, loves her hair, loves her bows, loves her princess shoes. Um, and so being able to, you know, celebrate herself from head to toe. And for for black women specifically, sometimes that starts with, with their hair. And I want her to embrace every part um, about her hair, uh, whether it's straight, curly, with bows, with braids, or whatever the case may be. That's beautiful. Uh, some of you know yeah. I have two daughters, and so I have learned how important hair is with women. Yes. That's yeah. uh, very important. It um, is. It is. And I think there's it lots of... kind of changes how you, you know, for me, how, how you feel. If you feel like your hair, well, for me, if I don't feel like my hair is right, then everything else doesn't, doesn't feel right from the outfit to just kind of a feeling. But when it's done, there's kind of like a sense of, okay, my hair, my crown is... Is adjusted and I'm ready to go out into the world. I'm glad you mentioned that because you yeah. said that your hair is your crown. I thought mm -hmm. that was a beautiful statement. Uh, yes. Just an awareness like of, of, of feeling good about yourself and mm -hmm. stepping forward into the world and living with courage and oh yeah and confident as a, as a young woman, especially yeah. a young black woman. Yeah. And I mean, there's the Crown Act. Uh, there's legislation um, that has passed in some states that make sure that people aren't discriminated against for how they decide to wear their hair because there are perceptions about people and who they are and what they're capable of based on their hair. And that really shouldn't be a thing. People should be able to show up um, how they are and how they want to style their hair. Yes. It shouldn't impact their job performance. So it, it absolutely is, is a crown and something to be celebrated for sure. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And so, you know, you've shared <clears throat> with me, Crystal, you're a woman of faith. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'd love to know how your faith uh, was a part of this, the, not only the inspiration, mm -hmm. but the perseverance to get it done and to see it through and, and how that was a part of your expression mm -hmm. and writing the book. Well, um, it took a lot of faith, a lot of perseverance. And I think the, the favorite thing that I can say now that it's published, you know, um, after going through, you know, two different publishing dates and them coming and going and there was no actual book, but really the concept of delay is not denial. So, I mean, I think a lot mm -hmm. of times, we think something is not for us, um, but it is. It's just you have to hold on a little bit longer. Um, and my husband can tell you the number of times that I cried about the book and, you know, people. Um, what I did love and appreciate was even how I only had cover artwork and I had, I think, a couple hundred pre-sale uh, purchases, which was like, okay, well, that's great. Crystal's coming out with something. We don't 100% know what it is, but but it's coming. So kind of having that, you know, having that support, but to, like I said, come and go with two different dates where I said something was happening and it wasn't. So it was really much, you know, so much so of, okay, well, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. I'm not going to bug my illustrator slash publisher. Just it's going to happen whenever it's going to happen. Um, and so finally kind of working through, um, the illustrations and artwork and, you know, kind of a side story is that the way the artwork is represented, that wasn't the initial focus. It was some illustrations, but because so much time had passed from the cover to actually going through each page, um, to me, each, pic each picture was, okay, well, there's a little thing off of their eyes here, arm is bigger here. And so really kind of being able to step back, I think for me and for, for, um, 
my illustrator, who's also, like I said, the publisher, but to figure out, okay, well, how can we approach this, you know, with some fresh eyes um, right. and really be able to move forward with it? But um, it was really hard because I'm like, well, why couldn't I get this done um, when, when we said that it would? But to think about, you know, the support, the lessons learned, okay, well, this is what I would do next time, or this is what I won't do uh, moving forward the next time I, you know, go forth right. with the book, but really just delay is, is not denial, and that has been a lesson that I've been, have applied to other situations um, in my life of, not now, but when it's, when it's your time, it'll be your time, right. um, and it is a blessing to be able to be a published author, and it's also kind of taken me a little bit of time to step into what that means um, with other authors, you know, being able to be featured in the Kansas City Star um, alongside other authors. It's like, okay, wait, that's me. And and yeah. it just took some time um, to, to get there. So I'm really pleased with the product, um, and I'm just happy to just to continue to see it and, and step into this and share my story, um, share Mari's story, um, and let her shine and be the little superstar that she is. That, that's awesome. I love that learning. And that's, I think, the wisdom for the day is that mm-hmm. uh, delay, being delayed is not the denial because it takes hard work to do good work, right? And now, hey, now you're experienced. I'm experienced. So, that, <laughs> so the next book's going to get easier, right? Yes. And, and we're going to look for the next book and have you back sometime on the podcast we'll because yes. uh, I think this is so important. We want to celebrate you as an author, uh, as a local author here in Kansas yes. City. And I want to tell uh, all of those watching this to go to crystaleverett.com. Yes. Uh, and you can pick up the book, maybe even buy some to donate for the bookmobile. We're going to be mm-hmm. adding this to our bookmobile to make sure Thank that you. that represents presentation uh, is there when we go to school so kids can see themselves and they can learn and and love the joy of reading. And my hope is that you continue being an educator for us all uh, here, especially in the Kansas City area. Absolutely. and we just love what you're doing. So please keep it up and look forward to more uh, Mari adventures <laughs> yes. uh, down the line. But thanks There's again, so Crystal, for being with us today. Thank you for having me.